Hey friends, I'm Bryant Russ, and in partnership with Christian Schools International, you're listening to Lighting a Fire. As followers of Christ, this is our time to make Him known, and the best way we could do that is by sharing the gospel and sharing His word. Several months ago, I got a text from a good friend of mine that said, listen to this and you'll never read the Sermon on the Mount the same way. So I clicked the link and heard a recitation of Matthew 5 that absolutely caught me off guard in a way that made me think I'd never even heard these words before. I was listening to a production from a group called Streetlights. Streetlights is a ministry of creative communicators called to intentionally engage global urban culture with the gospel of Jesus Christ by producing, translating, teaching, and proclaiming God's word so all can understand. And today, I got to have an incredible conversation with Lauren Laluz, co-executive director for the ministry. I think you're really going to love it. Before we start the conversation, I want to give you just a 20-second taste of the Streetlights recording of the Sermon on the Mount. Teach them. The Beatitudes. God blesses those who are poor and realize their need for Him, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses those who mourn, for they will be comforted. God blesses those who are humble, for they will inherit the whole earth. God blesses those who hunger and thirst for justice, for they will be satisfied. God blesses those who are merciful, for they will be shown mercy. God blesses those whose hearts are pure, for they will see God. God blesses those who work for peace, for they will be called the children of God. God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses you when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you. Lauren, can you tell me a little bit of the story of how Streetlights came to be? Like, what was what was the impetus for this incredible project? Yes. First of all, thank you, Brian, for having me on this podcast. My name is Lauren Laluce, and I'm the vice director here at Streetlights. And we're a team of four people. We're all here based local in Chicago, Illinois. And so uh, Esteban Shedd is the executive director and creative director. The story takes us back to our college years. So Esteban Shedd, Aaron, and myself, we all attended Moody Bible Institute in downtown Chicago. And so in 2002, uh, we all you know, arrived on campus and all with a desire to serve in ministry and serve our city. And what's really cool is to just see how the Lord knit our friendship. You know, the three of us became really good friends immediately. And we we all had a, a love and a passion for music. And so in that season of our life, uh, we actually performed live as a 10-piece a hip hop band. And we did that for several years. And we experienced, I guess, what you would consider success. We traveled through the States and had opportunities to even travel abroad, ministering through music. And it was in that time where Esteban was very involved at his local church. You know, he was hosting weekly Bible studies with the youth at his church. 
And I think he was experiencing the same challenges that, you know, people, leaders, youth leaders face today where their young people were just not engaging well with the word. And, hmm. and so in his, in his context, I think one of the major challenges that he was observing was just the issue with literacy. And, you know, many of the young people within his uh, Bible study struggling to read on their own. And so the Lord gave him a very specific idea, and it, and he often says a very simple idea was just to take, you know, his gift as a musician, as an artist, as an MC, and as a beat maker, and you know, he said, "I'm going to make scripture to music, but make mm. it in a way that would connect to their heart language," you know, and so obviously hip hop being probably the most widely accepted genre of music uh you know esteban was like i'm going to record acts two and three over some beats and so he did that and he did that in his you know his home studio and he brought and he he burned all the tracks onto some cds and then he he gave them to his youth and sure enough you know he said hey everybody got to listen to this a few times and when we meet next time we're going to talk about this you know oh, i just love this, I'm loving this. <laughs> and so um he, he always uses the express, expression that uh the the difference was like night and day so they came back and you know they were like well what about this and you know what about that and he just saw the the immediate impact of just being able to internalize the word of god for themselves mm. you mm. know and so they didn't have the pressure of having to read it on their own in front of everybody uh, or going home with all the dis- various distractions you know and they just could again it's not a new idea but it connected to their heart language and they were so they were so blessed by it and so the Lord had given him that that vision that he would then commit to prayer. It, it actually a few years passed after that, so he didn't he didn't Esteban didn't immediately run with the idea. But then it was his sister who would eventually remind him that the Lord gave him uh, a very specific call and vision, and so he began to commit it to prayer. And he actually, it's really neat. He wrote in his journal, the vision that the Lord had given him. And he also drew a map of the nations. And this was, again, over 12, 14 years ago now, maybe even over 15 years ago now. And he he drew all these flags around the world. It's pretty cool to see here now in 2020 how Streetlights has made its way to over 120 countries around the Mm. world. And so... God truly had made the vision and mission of Streetlights a reality. And so, the, again, the, the heartbeat behind the ministry and what fuels us goes way back to that initial moment where uh, our desire is to see young people from all over the world be able to connect with God's word with no barrier. Hmm. I think many publishers thought, wow, this is a great idea. But they didn't at that time understand the genuine need for it. Hmm. And so, you know, early on, it was it was met with like, this sounds great. You know, if you're willing to license our translation for X amount of dollars, you know, you can go ahead and do this, you know. Um, 
And so Esteban was like, well, I'm a young guy from Chicago with no money. <laughs> um, and I don't know how I'm going to do this. And so Tyndale House Publishers was the first publishing house that uh, allowed us to record the New Living Translation at no cost. Hmm. Um, and then, you know, just to state that our mission was to always make this resource available for free. And so... We exist as a nonprofit because our desire is to provide all of our materials at no cost, so there is truly no barrier. Uh, we've 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 been able to have a front seat at just watching God provide stones in the river uh, till today. So again, last year we launched as our own five hundred one c nonprofit organization with with a desire to continue to grow grow in languages. So now we're producing in Spanish. Uh, We have teams in Mexico. We have teams in uh, Spain and Puerto Rico and the Dominican Republic who all help contribute. Uh, We've had, like I said, we've had a front seat Mm. of just watching God provide through people's generosity, through people's, you know, praying over the, the ministry, through people offering their gifts and talents. And so we often say, you know, we have our small team here in in Chicago, but there's an army of volunteers who have supported throughout the years. So we've been the beneficiary of just, yeah, just seeing the body of Christ come together to make this possible. And so mm. this Streetlights is truly his. All that to say, it, it, it the sole focus is Christ and his word and sounding the alarm of of his coming and so we're doing our part in making sure that people know god's word and are able to internalize Hmm. and come to truly understand who christ is and his love and his and his gospel so psalm chapter 27 a psalm of david the lord is my light and my salvation so why should i be afraid The Lord is my fortress, protecting me from danger. So why should I tremble? When evil people come to devour me, when my enemies and foes attack me, they will stumble and fall. Though a mighty army surrounds me, my heart will not be afraid. Even if I'm attacked, I will remain confident. The one thing I ask of the Lord, the thing I seek most, is to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, delighting in the Lord's perfections and meditating in His temple. So, Lauren, there's there's been all kinds of translation that's happened over the years into a whole bunch of different languages, but what I hear you saying, and I'm, I'm thinking back to Esteban's story with that group of young people, it was really not necessarily a translation into a different language, but you used the, the term heart language. It was a cultural translation to make God's word accessible. Is that is that how you describe it? One hundred percent. You know, it's ironic. I just had a we just had a call with a team from YWAM. The gentleman put it just as you stated it. He was like, "You guys have created a translation that meets the heart language of the people, especially mm. in the urban context." Mm. Uh, yeah, that I, honestly, that's 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 how we describe it, even amongst ourselves. Is you know, we're not again, we're not creating our own Bible translation here. Um, we're using the New Living Translation, but what our desire is is to connect with the hearts and the minds of the listener, and hmm. so we do that by using you know authentic 
created music. So every chapter has its own unique sound. Every chapter we make its own unique beat. And all these vocalists that you hear are teachers, pastors, youth workers, you know, everyday people that we get to have the privilege of having relationships Mm. with and through our church and our church community. And so literally the body of Mm. Christ coming together to record. Um, And what's so cool. So I teach Bible, actually, that's my job here mm. at Holland Christian in Michigan. And there's sometimes a frustration with that sense from students that the Bible's inaccessible or even hope this doesn't come off the wrong way, but there's like this ancient hurdle that is sometimes cumbersome for students to get over. I even do an activity where I have students close their eyes and try to describe God. It's always this ancient image in their mind. And and that's, you know, how how the biblical authors are using, you know, God dressed in a robe or or so on and so forth. But I, I think what you guys are doing is this reminder that the God of the scriptures is here and he's now and he's Mm. in your culture and he's in your language and there's this nearness to encounter god that doesn't require a time travel necessarily Mm. yes i i I couldn't wholeheartedly agree and i think that you know it's ironic because we're we're obviously we're living in some very difficult times right now and there's a lot of tension within our own country but I can't help but to sense God's nearness, you know? Mm. And so I, I agree with you. I think that oftentimes, you know, there can be a disconnect, especially amongst young people with the Word of God and who their image of God. And I think throughout Western American culture and, and different like visuals or whatever it is that yeah, yeah. taught, you know, young people of who God is and it's easy to, in a sense, put him in a box as an image. Yet God mm. is so clear in his word. Like you said, he's, he's living and he's active. Our responsibilities as teachers and as communicators is to show God in who he truly is, despite all that we might be seeing and experiencing. And, and despite all the voices, especially in today's age and society where there's so many people and so many opinions. Mm. Um, now more than ever, we need to cling to God's word so that we're not being swayed by the many, the masses and the opinions. So yeah, I, I, you know, just want to encourage you as a teacher of God's word and someone who communicates the life of Jesus to others. You know, it's our responsibility to show that, no, he's very much living and active in our situation, you know, and this is our time to rise up as a community, as followers of Christ. This is our time to make him known. And the best way we could do that is by sharing the gospel and sharing his word. Amen. So you've been doing this for years now. Do you have any particularly cool stories of someone hearing and and encountering the scriptures in a fresh new way and encountering God and his son in a fresh new way? Yeah, so we've we definitely have the privilege of hearing. I want. I, I, it almost feels like daily these emails come in hmm. um, from all over the world. The spectrum looks like you have the believer who's on fire, 
who loves the Lord and he comes across or she comes across streetlights and it just kind of continues to fan their flame. We hear those testimony off those types of testimonies often and we love hearing those stories. And for us, that's kind of our what we call our outer ring of focus. And so as we go deeper into our bullseye, we hear these testimonies of like youth leaders or youth pastors or educators. Again, you might sit well in this category, but leaders who they've been encouraged by it and now they're encouraging young people. And so many ministry leaders all over the world are using streetlights to help bridge that gap of biblical literacy. Uh, for young people. And and then it goes to our target audience. And we get so many testimonies of people, you know, who are just, again, being introduced to God's word or who have come across streetlights on their own. And literally, we've, we've received testimonies of people coming to faith on their own by just hearing the word of God hmm. and doing a prayer on their own. Um, and then they'll write us in and we'll try some way to get them connected to like a local body or we'll encourage them. And so we've been blessed to have this spectrum of people who have been impacted by the ministry. And so there's there's tons of unique stories. We have young people, teenagers um, who share with us just the impact it's had on their personal lives and how they use it as a tool to minister and share with their friends. I, again, I could go on and on. I've, I've gotten emails from people well into their 70s and 80s who oh, have yes, said yes. that the ministry has just revolutionized their time with the Lord in the hmm. Word. So, I mean, we've just been blown away. Lord, may I ask, as you've been at this project for over 10 years now, how has your understanding of the scriptures and of who God is changed and grown it's been a blessing for me to see just God's word come to life. Through his word, I've had my personal experiences and then through the community of believers who have reached out and encouraged us, just key moments of just experiencing God's faithfulness. And so it's definitely like I, I feel so deepened in my faith by this experience of being able just to commit myself to the mission and vision of streetlights. Lauren, what would you say to the young man or woman who has this impression that, that the Bible's boring or mm-hmm. has nothing to say to me in my world? I think that... Besides, listen to this. <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, again, I think, you know, you have to remember that God's word is teaching us of the person of Jesus. Jesus is the living word. And so he is He is a living person. And we get to experience him through the power of the Holy Spirit. I would encourage any young person who desires to know Jesus more, one, not only listen, but just to pray and say, God, reveal yourself to me. Speak to me. And then as you listen, don't do the normal routine of just rushing off to the next thing, but sit in God's presence. Because oftentimes we're just so distracted by life. And so my encouragement to any young person who sees God as this outer being who doesn't really connect to me and my world, that tends to happen when we don't make time for him and his word. Hmm. And when we just don't sit in his presence, 
Because when we do that, he is faithful to speak to us the tensions and the pressure that we're experiencing today. I promise you, if you read the scripture, you'll find those very same tensions and pressures, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And throughout history, God has this way of redeeming time and redeeming humanity for his glory. But the only way you can, you know, I can just tell you that and I can encourage you with that. But you have to experience Christ for yourself. Hmm, amen. And, you, and you have to be able to just stop. And as the scriptures remind us to be still and know that he is God. And so that would be my encouragement. Pray and ask God to reveal himself through his word and take time to pause and to meditate on his truth. And God, again, I, I wholeheartedly believe is faithful to minister um, and to be near those who call upon his name. He is faithful to answer. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Lauren, what would you say to somebody for whom this doesn't connect with culturally, that it, that it, you know, the voices don't sound like, like voices in my family, et cetera, is it important for them to engage street, streetlights as well. What, what does that do to their understanding of God? Right. Yeah. You know, I can respect that as a, as a creator of, of the resource and, 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 we have the privilege in this country to have an abundance of resources. And so my encouragement would be if streetlights is not for you, God's word is, you know. Mm, oh, amen. Yeah. As a ministry, we don't discourage from the physical text. And so my encouragement my encouragement would be grab a physical Bible and if you're able to read it, read it. One of the things I love about listening to the scriptures read in a voice that maybe doesn't sound like mine, or even this might sound silly, but I, on occasion, will listen to the scriptures read in a language I don't even know right. or understand. And that's always this reminder that God is bigger than I've imagined God to be, and mm. his people are more diverse, and it's broader and wider and deeper than I've imagined or experienced in my little tiny life. That's amazing. Such a great, great reality is that we are a diverse body, and the way we express through our different cultures and our backgrounds is is the beauty of God in the way he created us as humanity, one people, many ethnicities, many backgrounds, and that's a beautiful mm. thing. Lauren, I've so enjoyed talking to you. I can't wait to listen to more Streetlights. Uh, can you give us just kind of the, the a little bit of somebody's never heard Streetlights before? Where should they go? Yeah, so there's um, one we encourage everybody to go to either the Apple App Store or the uh, Google Play Store. You can download the Streetlights audio Bible at either store, and it is a free download. Uh, you can also visit streetlightsbible.com. And there under the resource tab, you will see audio downloads and you, you are able to download the audio for free. Or if you felt, felt led, you can give a gift of your choice as well. And, and then we're, all, we're in all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, and so on. If you enjoyed today's conversation, make sure you subscribe to the Lighting a Fire podcast so you don't miss an episode. As always, feel free to email me with questions or ideas at bruss, B-R-U-S-S, at hollandchristian.org. In partnership with Christian Schools International, this is Lighting a Fire.